Hi, listeners. Before we get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade, a decision that stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive health care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans, a decision that could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to podvoices.help, P-O-D-V-O-I-C-E-S dot help. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Thank you. Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast, except for the last few weeks and this week as well, when we are a die RPG podcast. I will be your humble and kind GM who just needs to be understood, ooh-woo, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Alex Finn. Every time you say except for this week, I fight the urge to just yell, get shit on. (laughs) <laughs> like, take that, listeners. We're not a Numenera podcast this week. 1v1 me. Not this week, but we are a Numenera podcast at our core. Right. But not this week, so get shit on. I'm sorry. I'm full of chaos and fevers. Stace Babcock. I'm going to pretend like I pressed record before I said recording. <laughs> And Samson Davis. Uh, in the immortal words of Alex Finn, get shit on editing, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Stasis track always ends up out of sync anyway. <laughs> you know who doesn't get shit on, though? Ooh. Customers of Die Hard Dice. <laughs> okay. Especially when they order uh, dice from Die Hard Dice using our code Explorers Wanted. That's right. Just go to dieharddice.com, pick the most beautiful set that you see you're going to have a lot of options so it's going to take a while but once you have that dice set you can go to checkout and use our code explorers one you get 10 percent off your order get high quality dice for a little bit cheaper and you're supporting the show it's a win-win no one's getting shit on in this regard so just do that please thank you goodbye <laughs> okay who remembers what happened last time i'm gonna pick on samson we met with kala our unsavory fence person who looks like Imogene's older stepsister, and we learned that there is a shipment coming in, in secret, full of jewels and artifacts coming into the city by land, and Kala has a plan to take them before they enter the city in the hills nearby. So, with that being our best option to find this jewel that this mysterious old man from Brewer wants, we decided to go with it. But we're kind of iffy on Kala, since she's like a criminal or whatever. So we think on that, we go to sleep at the Hound's Delight... Reynolds gets a blessing of Loki for tomorrow for a quick escape if we need it, or at least a successful escape. Imogene and Reynolds go to the spot early, scouted out, because we figure Kala might fuck us over somehow. And we find that the area is like covered in these like giant obsidian rocks that seem to just like dot the hills. And then during the night, before we went and scouted out, which we would do eventually, but before that, Jericho talks to Robin for a little bit and then to Reynolds. And then Blossom just kind of annoys Imogene through the night. Then the next day, Imogene and Reynolds go scouting. 
Robin parkours around town because she's got to keep that fool brand living, living large. So she doesn't want to know what her plan is. Looking around, just obsidian rocks. We see some signs of a camp. Sinkhole almost gets Imogene. She loses a boot. But back to town, Imogene gets a new boot. And while Reynolds is out getting disguises, Jericho appears before Imogene. And that's where the episode ended. So now we get to watch this massacre happen. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, at some point soon. But first, we cut back to Joker as you're finishing up another parkour round. Parkour! You're near the edge of the market and hear this voice. It's somewhat of a deep voice, but coming from low behind you and says, Huh, you're a natural one. Naturally. And when you turn to the source of the voice, you see it is a little calico cat wearing a bow tie. This cat with all of our might. I'm so jealous. I will try and bring the kitty to you. Okay. This needs to happen. This is our yes. NPC now. You are so adorable. I know. And they start licking their front paw. <sighs> it talks. What What can I do for you? Mm. Do you have any food? More than likely. She's going to go through all her pockets to find some foods. Yeah, you definitely find something that, like this cat would eat. Nice. They sort of munch it and they're like, do you have any water? Yeah, I can get that too. Gives the kitty water. I'm not a monster yet. Kitty laps up the water. After they finish drinking, they stand up and they start slinking in like a figure eight between your legs. And then in a sudden flurry of activity, they jump up your back. And for a moment, there's a little bit of panic as the claws dig into the back of your shirt before it finally settles on your shoulder. What's your name? I guess I'm called Joker here. This is now the best day ever. You're called Joker here? Is that what you want me to call you? Um, I think for now, yeah. All right. You can call me Mr. Tompkins. That is the best name ever for you. It does the job. And they sort of like idly rub their head along the side of yours for a moment and then kind of snuggle down calmly on your shoulder. Would you like to go meet my friends or continue parkour? Well... Are your friends likely to grab me? I think she's really thinking about this one. Like, mm, I think, well, no, I think Imogene had cats, so she would know not to touch without permission. The other one would be too afraid of these gods to fuck over a clearly magical being. Then we can go meet your friends. Yes, let's do this. All right. And you go off and search your friends. Imogene, you were in this boot shop buying boots and you saw outside the window of the shop there was Jericho standing there and he had given you sort of a crooked little shy smile and just waved gently. Yeah, she hefts Blossom like a spear and throws it through the window at him. Let's fucking go. Yeah. Okay. So, starters, this is going to be a dexterity-based roll since you're throwing Blossom. Uh, I have two decks. I had a four and a three. Blossom wings him you know, it hits him in the shoulder and he leans back like he's definitely thrown off guard. Like, mechanically, you feel like you've taken away one of his guard. Of course, Blossom smashes through the window. Yeah. <laughs> when you do that, everybody in the shop screams and Jericho looks across at you and says, so it's a bad time. She's following right behind Blossom. And so she'll grab him. You'll try. I believe. Well, we'll see how his magic roll goes. Okay. What's your willpower? Four. And uh, what's your defense? Zero? Is that right? Go to the where it says your look. It'll tell you what your gear level should have. Gladiator gear, all spikes and black leather. 
It should say something like, you are wearing, and then in parentheses say, defense. One. Okay. Yeah, so, and you said your willpower's four? Mm -hmm. So his spell reaches out and immobilizes you just a little way away from him. Rude. I'm going to say, like, her outstretched hand is like a hair's breadth from his nose. Yeah, he takes a step back. He's like, I was hoping we could have a civil discussion, not you trying to hit me with Blossom. Could you talk? (laughs) You can talk, you just can't move right now. Uh Oh. To get free, you will have to, at some point, succeed on a constitution roll. Oh, I'd like to do that. Well, answer him first. (laughs) We could have had a civil conversation before you trapped us in here. I mean, why can't we have a conversation now? Because if we want to leave, we all have to vote to leave. I assume you're not going to vote to leave. If you're dead, you don't get a vote, so... So you've already decided to murder me. Well, we're scary you enough to vote to leave. Don't get all high and mighty, Jericho. You kidnapped me. And that NPC's comment in the bar... So don't pretend like you're some good, misunderstood guy here. What NPC comment in the bar? He looks legitimately confused. Just scared. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know what you're talking about there, but I'm sorry, I should have asked first, but I didn't think any of you would really believe me or know that you just guys would think I'm crazy when I figured out a way to give us the place where we could be the best of ourselves and where none of us have to be lonely. Why do you have to be lonely? Everyone went away. People left town? Or died. What about new people? You haven't met any new people? No, I haven't met new people. Okay. Now she's going to try to break out of this. Okay, go for it. Difficulty one to break free of this. Okay. Two sixes and a three. Nice. You definitely break free of it. So one of those successes goes away because of the difficulty, but then you get a special. What would you propose? Uh, I'd like to be able to get Blossom back easily. In one fluid movement, break free and scoop Blossom up. It's weird. It's almost like from the way you threw Blossom, she should have been farther away. But when you swoop down to pick her up, it's like she's somehow gotten closer. You didn't hear anything. You didn't see anything. There was no visual indicators. Just when you reached for her, she was closer. All right. That was cool. Blossom. I try. Well, if this was all a misunderstanding, then go with us. We can vote to leave. But I'm going to tell you... Unless we do that, I'm not hanging out with you. Hmm. You crossed a line. A big one. So make it right, and we can talk. Or don't talk to me. So there's no compromise, huh? Apparently not. They're your rules. They started that way. Yeah. So should I get the other two? Are we voting to go? I'm going to wait a little bit. Catch up with you guys. Hmm. Okay. And he starts walking away through the crowd. He looks down at her stocking feet. And swears and goes back inside the store to buy the boots. They now also want money for the window. Yeah. How much could a window possibly cost? A lot. $10? Evil setting. Glass is expensive. I mean, how much? Windows be expensive. One silver? <laughs> Probably going to cost you gold, at least. Always gold in the banana stand. That's if he knows a guy. I mean, she is a scary fucker who radiates murderous contempt. Yes. Okay, that's fair. I'll tell you what, if you want to do a social interaction and try to reduce the cost that you have to collect here, you can do that sort of like, it's essentially an intimidation, so it's your charisma plus the bonus. So it gives you an advantage. So you get an extra die. Doesn't matter, 3-1-1. That is a critical failure. Yeah, this guy is going to want five gold from you. And he is not cowed by you at all. Like, listen, you broke my window, you scared away all the people that were shopping here, This is devastating to my business. I mean, I don't care if you're a paragon. Like, 
rules are rules, and if I have to get the Baron's Law involved, I will. Oh, you don't have to. I just have to go find Reynard. He has the gold. Uh huh. Yep. So I'm gonna go do that. I'm telling you though, tomorrow morning, if I don't have that gold, I'm getting the Baron's men involved. Okay, sounds fair. Here's your fucking boots. I'll pay for these in the morning too. She puts the boots on. <laughs> Burn down the store, and she leaves. Reynard was also shopping for something. I thought, but I don't remember what. I'm getting disguises for robbery, so that's what I'm collecting. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're able to get supplies for that. I assume you're not trying to do, like, anything extravagant. You're really just trying to get, like, masks and stuff like that. I was basically thinking, like, finding this world's equivalent of, like, disguise kits. So, like, cloaks, some, like, oh. basic makeup stuff, some, like, fake mustaches and noses and all that. Obviously, to get those, you're kind of having to go to the less reputable sources. There isn't a theater district I can swing by? Oh, that's a good question. Ooh. Very smart, Samson. Fine. You can get to size kits. It'll cost you 10 silver. <laughs> Yay. Nice. Your Halloween costumes. Assuming, of course, you're not, because you're getting disguise kits, you're not, like, getting, like, full costumes. May, of course, be extravagantly expensive because you would have to have stuff stitched for you. Yeah, no, I'm just, like, grabbing, like, uh, surplus props from whatever extras are running around or something. Yeah. Like, you're just, like, hitting up the spirit Halloween, effectively, like, buying as many ghost face masks as you can get. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the spirit Halloween on the day of Halloween, so it's just about to disappear forever. <laughs> Until the next year where you find an abandoned store suddenly becomes a spirit Halloween. Have you ever been to a spirit Halloween on Halloween? It's, like, half close. It's, like, half empty. Because yes. everyone's bought everything. It's pretty much done. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you get disguised yeah, and then after that, I assumed we would have said we would meet back at the Hound's Delight, just because I don't know if we'd ever... We could say that you said that. That's fine. That's where Reynard goes after Sky's kids. There was a brief moment where I felt like I should be a dick about that. Like, did you guys ever decide where you're going to meet Follow the screams of parkour. <laughs> Are you screaming the whole time? <laughs> That's how you parkour. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and She okay. changes the intonation depending on the move she's mm-hmm. doing. Okay. I thought it was just like a full belly, like, ah, like while you're running no, across. it's parkour. Okay. Reynold, on your way back to the inn, you bump into Robin on her way back to the inn. And she has a calico cat wearing a bow tie sitting on her shoulder. It's sort of like sitting on her shoulder and it's got its eyes half-lidded. Just in case, are you aware there's a cat on your shoulder? <laughs> yeah, it's the best moment of my life. Correct, the cat says. Ah, okay. All right. Now one of Tarzans, are you? I don't know what Tarzan is. All uh, right. See? Even better. I guess. No consequences yet. Uh-huh. And you're just a cat? I'm not just a cat, but yes. You can call me Mr. Tompkins. Does Tompkins mean anything? Specifically, is that Jericho's last name? No. Is it a teacher? No. Or school worker? Mr. Tompkins is a name that is unfamiliar to any of you. Mr. Tompkins, are you of this world? That's a bad question. Hold on. Let me find better words for that. Um, are you uh, beholden to the master? I have no master. I'm a cat. I walk where I will. Okay. All right. How did you get your name, Mr. Tompkins, if I may ask? I don't know. It seemed to be the right name. People have called me a lot of different things over the years, and this is the one I like the most. It's a good name. Thank you. All right. What's your name, by the way, new person? Me? Uh, my name is uh, Reynard. Nice to meet you. Is that what people call you, or is that your name? Because Joker here has confused me a little bit. Ah, uh, um, in this world, 
My name is Reynard, though you may hear me called Reynolds every now and then. Bored now. And then they kind of twirl around, like kind of wrap themselves around Robin's neck and like seem to go to sleep. You just met Mr. Tompkins just randomly? Yeah. Said I was amazing at parkour. His tail is sort of wrapping around her neck a little bit, just curling around it. I mean, not, not those exact words, but... And he didn't make any promises or give up half your soul for anything? Not yet. I know. It's looking way better than what you got. Uh, What's wrong with what I got? Not a cat. I mean, I don't, from what I understand, you don't have a cat either. You've just met a new friend who happens to be on your shoulder. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Although I do have the question of, if I give up half my soul, is it my soul or is it Joker's soul? And will that affect me if we go back? I Well, I guess we'll just have to get back to see you. Imogene comes into the scene, wearing her new boots. It's pissed. Imogene, you look slightly more annoyed than normal. It's our friend. And how did that go? Didn't kill him, if that's what you're asking. Okay. Well, I have disguises for all of us for tonight. We have a new friend. Reynolds indicates to kitty cat shape on... Mr. Tompkins' ear just twitches. Oh my god. I know. How? Where? I was just, you know, parkouring like you do, and came up as like you're pretty good at that. And then we became friends, and it's... Cloud nine from there. The cat doesn't even open its eyes, but it does open its mouth and says, she gave me food. Oh, literally said that to you. Okay, that's that's good. Yeah, I can't tell if it's good or bad. I can't tell if this is one of Jer's things or if this is something else. Well, anyway, here's some disguise material for everybody. Where did you come from? Oh, she's still talking to the cat. What are you going to interrupt to cat time for? Not right now, Rain. We've <laughs> got a cat to deal with. All right, I guess I'll just stand over here and go fuck myself. Yeah. Go to your room for that. Oh, it is inappropriate in front of people, I would assume. I'm not people. Well, I mean, there's all those people right over there across the street. If you decide to do that right here, it'd be weird. I'm people. Are you? I find it debatable some days. None of you seem like people. Oh, really? You can tell we're not from here? You just seem like stories. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. That sounds like a compliment, though. Right? Kind of? It is what it is. Like, the tail kind of waves languidly before curling back around Joker's neck. Well, do you know how to get out of this world? Why would I want to leave? I have everything I want here. No, I mean, we want, we want to leave. Or I want to leave. Sorry, guys. I mean, you can come with us. I'm, at this moment, indecisive, so I'm going to go with majority rules. <laughs> Imogene's eyes widen when she hears indecisive. I mean, Imogene, I just said, if you can get the other two with you, I'm with you. But if the other two are against you, I don't know how you're going to fix that. I mean, I'll be clear. I I would vote to leave if we could do it now. You do? Well, then. That's a shame. Mr. Tompkins reaches out and pats a paw against your chin, asking you to pet his head. <laughs> she does. He purrs. Robin, do you really not care either way if we stay or leave? I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I wasn't doing much besides saving animals with my life. It's a great thing to do with your life. It is. And like the one reason I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to live forever in this place where I don't have a fucked up leg is this voice. Oh. Yeah. See. Yeah. Did you say that's a shame? Yes. That's a shame. Why? You all were just starting to get interesting. Are you an independent being? I'm a cat. Yep. Of course I am. Your stories, which is better than people, and people are overrated. You're more like cats, except you're not good at understanding what's important. But I don't hold that against you. 
What is important, O wise one? A sun to warm yourself in, food to eat, water to drink, affection from those that you enjoy, being able to play, being able to hunt. Everything else is meaningless. Do you have any toys, Joker? Mm, He's going through her pockets. He's pulling out the playing cards, the throwing knives, other various concealed weapons. (gasps) You think she would have a garrote? Yeah, she would have a garage. So she has string for the cat to play with. <laughs> okay, so he has, like, leaped down from your shoulder and is now playing kitty attack paws with the garret as you wave it over him. Yeah, this is pretty amazing. I'm just going to say it. Yeah, sure. Can we wrap a caravan now? Yeah, if you want it to not do anything else, it can be getting close to evening. So you would head out to your locations where you're going to hide. So hiding. Here's what we're going to do for that. You guys are going to roll to hide. It'll be a dex-based challenge. And because of your blessing from Loki, the difficulty will be zero. Five and a two. It's dex, you said? Mm-hmm. Six and a five? Okay. What about Robin? Got a six and a five. Okay, cool. So you guys are all very well hidden. In the case of Imogene and Robin, very, very well hidden because they got specials. Mr. Tompkins is currently just sort of curled up in a ball, like, down on the ground near Robin's feet where she's hiding. You guys did see Kala. Kala did come out, meet you. They, they found their own hiding spot. And it seems like you guys wait for, like, three hours in these hiding places before you finally start to hear the sound of horses and the creaking of wagon wheels. And you do see, moving towards your ambush point here a less of a caravan and more like a single cargo wagon that is being guarded by seven people and they're wearing decent armor and you notice that on the side of the wagon is an emblem and on it you see the key emblem of baron lemur (laughs) what do you guys do is there a place on the road where Reynolds could, like, go onto the road before the caravan sees him on the road, like a corner or something. Yeah, I mean, you guys have had enough time to scout this out that I think it's fair that you would have that somewhat planned out. Okay. Um, then, moment of inspiration, Reynolds is going to move from his hiding spot, move to a point kind of up the road and, like, kind of lay down like he's a injured traveler on the road and attempting to get the caravan to stop. Hmm. So the caravan doesn't stop yet, but some of the advance guard starts walking in your direction, two of them. Hey there, are you all right? Reynolds just kind of like lying like on his arm on his stomach, just kind of like moans softly. Hey buddy, you don't sound so good. Need help getting up? Reynolds does nothing, just moans like he can't really do anything. Okay, so one of them steps forward to try to help lift Reynolds up. The other one just stays nearby, like clearly backing him up. Because these guards are not dumb. Like, they've definitely encountered ambushes before. Like, they're taking you at face value for now, but they're not going to break protocol for you. Mm -hmm. And so the one guard leans you up, and the other one is saying, What happened to you, man? Well, did you... um, Did you see it? Did you... Get past, past that thing. What thing? I don't know. Just came out of shadows, fast, eyes glowing. I lost everybody. Okay, so this is going to be a difficulty one charisma roll. You have your 
blessing from Loki, so you'll get an advantage. Ooh. So you'll have an extra die. What do I roll the d12 here? I'm never quite sure. You could if you wanted to. Why would I want to? I mean, if the d12 comes up higher than a four, there's it could be an extra success. Oh wait, is that a thing? I thought it was just a, on a one. Something happens. Your d12 always counts as one of your die for success. Oh. The downside is that if the die hits one, God. then that means that somehow you're calling on that divine essence incurred a debt. Okay. All right. In that case, uh, I am not going to roll the d12. I'm just going to roll the three. Ooh, six, five, five. Ooh. Okay. Got a special. Oh, no, no, six, five, five, because one of your successes goes away since it was a difficulty one. So you've got five, five. So you've got two successes. Where did you encounter this thing? Hills. It's still out there. And I'm really just, I'm, I'm going to keep vamping until the others engage. Oh, you're starting the ambush? Yeah, because Reynolds is just distracting at this point. Like, mm-hmm. Okay. I assume this was part of the plan. Because there's these two guards up that seem to be occupied with talking to Reynolds. And then there are the five guards around the wagon. And aren't our thieves supposed to be around? We are the thieves. Kala's here. Oh, she's here. You're the thieves. Kala is going to do something to grab the things that she needs early on. But all the guards need to be engaged for her to do that. Okay, so Imogene slash Trigon will run out and... She's deciding whether she wants to attack the ones... No, Reynard can take care of himself. She goes after the ones up by the wagon. Okay, so this is going to trigger combat. I think Imogene will go first. Okay. So these guards, like I said, they're wearing good armor. So they are a two difficulty. Mm. Well, she has three strength. Six, five, four. Okay, so the two difficulty takes away two successes, but you still get a success. Um, okay. So that guard loses one guard. Okay. Next up could be Reynolds or Joker. He's trying to figure out what to do, so... Wait, it says, when I'm feeling my sacred emotion, you may add your D8 to any attack made with your arcane weapon. Oh, what shit. does that mean? You can add the D8, and it's an extra die you can roll, but the same thing applies that if you roll under your level. Oh, can I roll it? Yeah. Two, and I'm at level one, so... Woo. Same thing happened, because you can get an extra success from it. Um, so, Robin or Reynard? I'm still thinking, so I'll give it to Robin. Hmm... We're doing deadly combat? I don't know if you guys discussed that. I mean, I don't. Joker didn't want to be involved in the plan, so. I know. It's what Joker would do. Is there anything else around? I mean, you're on the hills that are all these, like, massive obsidian stones that have been, like, that are, like shards that have been shoved into the hills. Those guys are coming out of sort of a forested area, but the caravan's past that at this point. They're in the hills with you. I mean, there's Mr. Tompkins, but he's asleep right now. No, Mr. Tompkins is an angel. We're not using him as a projectile weapon. Unless? No. I was like, can we start a landslide with those obsidian shards? How would you like to try to do that? Good question. I get, no, that's too ridiculous that we're not going to have that work. She's just going to throw an obsidian shard at them. Well, the obsidian shards are massive. So they're like probably like... Think of, like, a boulder, but instead of a boulder shape, it is, like, uneven blade that's been shoved into the earth. But roughly the same mass. Then she should just, like, lean on it to get it to fall out of the ground. I guess, yeah. You can definitely try that. It is probably going to be a difficulty to strength roll to do that. What if she did a flying high kick to it? <laughs> you could add your fool die to it in yes. that case and see what happens. That's what we're going to do. Okay. 
Okay, I got a six, a four, and I got to check these numbers. And we got a two, which is Mark. Okay, so, and the other rolls were what? Six and a four. So the two difficulty takes away those successes. Even though this one isn't a success, it does trigger a fluke. So you get a fluke of luck that helps you. So you can propose that fluke of luck. I can modify it from that. I think I accidentally shift some of the large obsidian shards into a barrier on accident. They don't like fall down, but now we have a barrier. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with that. And it definitely draws the attention of the guards to your presence. Yeah, fair. Now, what you'll do now is you're removing all the other circles. You'll remove every circle. Did. Then add one circle and then add a cross to a different face. Okay. Renard. Renard is going to cast his uh, level one god power, and then he'll say, oh god, it's back, and then he's going to try to run into the hills, into the darkness. Okay, and what is your god power? It's the last place you look, so I'm just boosting my guard temporarily. Ah, okay, okay. So go ahead and uh, roll your wisdom spell roll with your d12 for that. With my d12. Two successes, five and a four. And no one on your D12? No one on any of them. Okay, cool. So you get two extra guard. Up to the max level, so I only get the one. Ah, okay. The guards over by the caravan, they know where Robin roughly is from that sound, but don't see her exactly. Three of the guards that are by the caravan are going to try to attack. Bring it. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay, so the first one gets one hit in, so you'll take away a guard. Rude. No, actually, you have one defense, so you don't take away a guard yet. Next guard. She screams in his face instead. Uh, Has three successes in a special. Uh Uh-oh. So I'm going to roll an extra die and see if he also gets a success on that fourth one. Didn't. So that is two against you because of your defense. So it'll take away two guard. Or if you're out of guard, it will start going into health. I I had two guards, so now I got nuns. Okay. The third one's coming at you. Okay. He gets one hit in after your defense, so there'll be one against your health. As he slams into your leg with a sword. Rude. And she's, like, looking over her shoulders, like, where's where's the ambush? Yeah. The other two are... <laughs> she feels really hung out to dry here. <laughs> yeah, the, the other two are lifting up crossbows to kind of face in, like, point where the noise from Joker came from. The two guards that were over by Raynard see him running away and are like, what the hell? And then they hear the attacks happening behind and they start charging back towards the wagon. And I think it is now Imogene's turn. You've got three guards right up in front of you. Yeah, she run like hell. Okay. Up into the hills. So you start running. The two guards that had the crossbows will then try to shoot at you. Wait, don't my compatriots get to go? Well, those guys didn't go yet. They were kind of waiting for a target. We're just watching. Mm. The first one gets one success after your defense. I'm running. That's got to be hard for them. Are you running serpentine? Serpentine. Serpentine. These hills bare? (laughs) No. And then she's into the trees for sure. What trees? That's what I asked. Are these bare? (laughs) Oh, it's got the obsidian shard. It's got the obsidian shards, but you got to get up to around those. Oh, then yes, she is. She is trying to place the obsidian shards line of sight between her and the enemy. Still think you're going to get one crossbow bolt, but the second one is going to fire and will give you an extra defense. 
And she says, well, that's all I got, guys. The second crossbow bolt misses you altogether. Twangs against the obsidian. Yeah, she's, she's booking that stuff. Joker. Yeah. So you saw Imogene run up, do some damage, and then get rocked. <laughs> and then run away. Yeah. Then what does Joker do? Change everything. Burning ring of fire? Yeah. You have to be within arm's reach for your fire touch. So you'd have to get up close to them. Here's the question. Can she use the fire touch on one of her playing cards and throw it like a knife? Like Gambit style? Yes. Okay, so here's the deal. Man, I mean, these guys have a defense of two, which means it's a difficulty two to hit them. And what's your dexterity? Um, My dexterity is two. So, yeah, you would have to roll your fool dice to even have a chance of hitting them. I feel like this is pretty foolish because she is throwing knives, just saying. Yeah, we'll see. I- I'm skeptical this will work well for you, but... She got them fast fingies. Come on. Okay, so roll your pool. I got a six, a five, and a five. Okay, so you had... um Two successes go away because of the difficulty. So you had one success. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and circle the five. Well, which which face did you put a cross on? Just um, the two. And the circle's on the four. And now the five. Yeah, so now the five, put a circle around it. And yeah, you hit one of these guards with the card. It like kind of throws him off because it's really going against his guard. But it's the, you know, it doesn't hurt him yet. Advantage. Renard. You have successfully run from the fight. Well, I don't. And increased your guard. I don't want to go too far because I wanted to get to the closest obsidian rock. And then, if I can, I would like to use Illusory Blast on the two fleeing uh, guards that were just talking to me. Okay. Um, that were heading back there? Yeah. Okay. And just because it's a. Uh, I'm beholden to the god of trickery, it's all illusions, so it really wouldn't deal damage. Can I have the Illusory Blast, like make it appear like bugs are crawling out of their armor and hopefully incentivize them to take the armor off. That's what I'm trying to do rather than deal damage. Yeah, we could say like, so mechanically that thing is supposed to like whatever it is, is supposed to do damage, but we'll say it's like psychic damage essentially. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and roll that. Fuck. Two fours, a three and a one. Okay. Is the one your D12? The one is not my D12. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you had three, Three successes. I had two successes. Okay, two successes. Okay, one of them goes away because they're of just mental defense. So, yeah, so you do a wound to each of them. Yeah. Or I take away a guard from each of them. Next up is the guards at the wagon. Imogene's run away, so the three, like, melee dudes are kind of just, you know, standing guard. One of them will pull out their crossbow, and the three of them are sort of hunting for targets that they can shoot at with their crossbow. So, in practical terms, these guys have a ready to action. Imogene ain't trying to die here, so she keeps a running. Okay. I think since you're running, at least two of the crossbow people are going to try to shoot at you. She's still using the... How far do you get in a turn, too? She's got to be getting pretty far. So your first turn, you got a short distance away, so now you're at a long distance. They have some disadvantages to this. Okay. Okay, first one doesn't hit you. Second one hits you for one. Gee, she dead. Hmm? What? What? Dunzo. Is it? That's all your health. Wait, that you that you scarred all went away too? Yeah. Oh fuck. You already did the four damage? Yeah. Stace, I would like you to scroll to the end of the ritual sheet to the very last page. 
Gotta open that up. While you look for that, Joker, you heard a crossbow bolt go, and you heard somebody fall amongst the rocks. I think she's gonna peek out and see who it is. You can see Imogene's new boots just out of view, sticking out from behind one of the obsidian shards. And Joker's gonna make a dash for Imogene, because she also has, like, that healing touch. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's just, like, I can only do movement to get to her in this turn. You would probably have to use movement just to get to her this turn. Okay. And you will trigger at least one crossbow attack towards you as you move. That's fair. Let's see. I think you have... Do you have any defense? Yes. Wait. I do have a guard. Well, yeah. So you have guard. You just, and you do have a defensive one as the fool. Haha. So they hit you for one that goes against your guard. Okay bangs off of, like, some piece of armor you have, so it kind of, like, makes you stumble for a moment, but it doesn't actually do any damage. Okay. Renard. I'm gonna say Renard did not see Imogene go down. I'm imagining we were on opposite mm-hmm. sides of the cart. So I think Renard's just gonna do another, like, illusory blast at the two guards. Okay. So go ahead and roll that. I'm gonna give you an advantage because you hit them with this once before, so you've startled them. Oh my gosh. So you'll have an extra die. I have five Yay. dice in the hand. That's insane. I feel like one of them should still be at like a disadvantage from getting hit with fire. Well, that's not the ones he's attacking. Mm, fine. Oh, right. I have a nine on my D12 and a four. Everything else is a... Well, I have a three, three, and a one. Okay. So you do one damage to each of them again. Crossbow guys took their turn. The guys that you were attacking turn and lift up crossbows to point at Renard. Oh, no. One hits you for one. What, do you have any defense? I do have, I have one defense. Okay, so it doesn't hit you. That's rough. Another one hits you for two after your defense. Bruh. 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 All right. Imogene, did you get to that page for me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So... What does Robin see as she comes into view of Imogene? She sees Imogene's body, I guess. Maybe for a moment she thinks Imogene's not dead. Because Imogene's body twitches and then starts to grow. (laughs) And as she starts to grow, you can see wiring and cybernetic systems running through her body. And I assume you took size changing. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Robin, as you come into range, you realize that Imogene is a fallen. So, oh, a couple questions for you, Stace. What does this size changing look or sound like? Is it crunchy? Couldn't go with folding and unfolding? No, because she's gross. Crackling gristling bone. Okay. Now, you only died once, so you now you're a fallen. This time, you still retain your memories and your sentience. You don't have access to your class special abilities. You just have access to your fallen special abilities. And you know something as you wake up as this fallen. You know two things. One, you know that while you're a fallen, your vote does not count. And two, you know if you provide the killing wound to some other persona in controlled character, you will immediately come to life and regain all your class abilities, and the other person becomes a fall instead. Oh my god. Ooh, coming for ya. Maybe. We'll see. Here's the question. Like, does she get to leave? Her vote doesn't count, meaning that if you guys vote to leave, she has to stay behind. Ooh. 
And uh, there's a section here. I'm reading it mostly for the listener's benefit. There's a section here called Second Death. You're dead. At least the worst has happened, right? If you die again, you will rise again at the end of the encounter, like all fallen do. But you have a nagging feeling that there are only so many times this can happen before you lose something fundamental. Hell yeah. Ooh. She is not happy with Reynard and Robin right now. I'm fucking over here doing my job. What are you talking about? So yeah, you're growing. It is Imogene's turn standing out. What do you want to do? She's going to go for vengeance first. So she has expanded four times her height. So Mm -hmm. she is going for the crossbow boys. Okay, so you got to start charging towards the crossbow boys. I believe all the crossbow boys have gone already. So I think with your increased size, you can definitely get to one of them. And go ahead and roll your strength. Since your size changing, I will give you an advantage, so one extra die. Five, five, one, one. Okay, so, well, they had two defense, so you swing at them with Blossom, I assume, but it, like, bangs off of their armor. They're able to deflect it. Next up is Robin. So you just found Imogene rising up as a fallen, and she ran away back towards the guards. What do you do? I feel like Robin is very confused and doesn't know what to do. Saw her friend go down. She was going in for the healing touch and, like, she's already come back as a zombie. And instead of attacking the nearest target, she's gone after, like, the people who took her down. Mm-hmm. Like, that is very confusing in any situation. Yeah, I mean, you've literally witnessed somebody you know become the cybernetic undead. Right. So is Robin just not doing anything this round? I think she's going to take cover and, like, prepare a throwing knife for if anybody comes for her. She's trying to think of what's happening. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. I will say this. You do know that, like, while Imogene has run down there as cybernetic undead, you don't really know the whole story with, like, what her deal is right now. But you do know that she is grossly outnumbered. Oh, that does change things. Robin's going to provide backup. What would you like to do? Throwing knives at the people Imogene is attacking. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead and roll me a dexterity-based roll. You can choose to use your fool die if you wish. You don't have to, though. Wait, what is the difficulty? Difficulty is two to hit them. I think I guess I will. I I mean, I will use this fool die. Mm -hmm. So I got a six, five, and... A four, which is circled. Okay, so you if a four is circled, then you get some sort of fluke of luck on top of all these successes. Can I hit one person in the eye? <laughs> Just boom. That is not Imogene. She does not hit Imogene as a fluke. Yeah, sure. So, yeah, one of them you hit in the eye. We'll say it's like it does an extra damage. Okay. That one looks not great. Actually, let me double check. Because uh, you're throwing knives, you probably would have only been throwing at one. So since one of the throwing knives is actually hitting the eyes, I think that one goes down. He dies. Okay, we got one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Renard. Renard is going to continue illusory blasting. I think at this point it's starting to look more like kind of pestilent wind that's just kind of blowing around these two poor guards. Mm-hmm. So go ahead and roll it. Do I still have advantage on it? I'll say this will be the last turn you'll have advantage on it, just because... They're going to start figuring out your shtick. Alright, two fours, and then I have two ones. Okay, 
So that is one damage to them each. Does your D12 have one? Nope. Okay, cool. So yeah, you do one damage to each of them. They are looking like they are suffering at this point. So now we've got the melee guards. One of them is putting away his crossbow to engage you. That's all he can do this turn. But one of the melee guards is going to attack you. Okay. After your defense, that is a one hit. Mm-hmm. And as you rose as a fallen, treat it like your guard reset. Okay. Crossbow boys, two of them are going to shoot at Renard. Oh. One misses completely. Yay. Second one misses completely. Third one is going to try to fire at Robin. No. <laughs> so you had one defense, so one hits. So I think that still goes against your guard at this point. Yeah, but now I have no guard. Boo. But I mean, this is a great way to end a campaign. We all just die. <laughs> and Jericho never has to leave. Well, unless zombie Imogene murders him and gets his vote. And then she will have the only vote. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the second campaign for this die one shot. Okay. So, Imogene, now it's your turn. You've got one melee guard and there are three crossbow guys. One of them who's wounded nearby you. I just read that I'm hungry for and jealous of what my peers possess. Yes. So, who is her closest peer? Your closest peer... It's probably Robin, honestly. Hello, Robin. Hello. You're just going to disengage from the guards? Yeah. I mean, it depends. Like, you are sentient. That You know this urge is there. Yeah, but she also sees the way the fighting's going, and she realizes if they're going to die anyway, she might as well. Fair. Fair. Okay, so you're going to run back towards Robin? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Robin, you see this gigantic, cybernetic, undead version of Imogene running at you. Go ahead and roll an attack roll, Imogene. Oh, shit. Difficulty is one. Six, four, two. So, the six goes away. So, you get one hit in. Are you using Blossom, or are you using your claws? I guess it doesn't matter, because you didn't get a special. So I think it doesn't matter anyway, based on the text. Well, it does matter because if you're using your claws and you get a special, you can poison a target. Oh, shit. Claws, then. So, Robin, you will take one wound. Mm. Robin, it's your turn. Flame hand. Okay. Flame hand face. <laughs> okay. That'll be your charisma roll plus your d6. I have five dice. <laughs> Feels weird, right? I know. Okay, we got a six. We got a five. We got two fours, and we got a five. Okay, so the six goes away because Imogene's defense gives her one thing, but that's also four fire damage. It's unconscious again. Don't worry, she will rise once more. Yeah, she'll rise at the end of the encounter. Renard. Did Renard see this bullshit? Renard sees this bullshit for sure. Uh, all right. <laughs> good times. Uh, well, Renard, you also see that Kala is slipping off the top of the wagon into the hills. Like, so she has clearly gotten what she needed to get. Okay. Then I am going to do another illusory blast. Well, mm, can I create an illusion of the cart catching on fire? Kind of an extended version of what you can do. So I think you, would, you could do it with disadvantage. So one less die. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, D12 involved in this? Yes. Okay. 
think it's a good rule of thumb. Anything that you're doing magically, you should use your D12. Okay, cool. So I have a six, I have a ten on the D12, and a two. Okay. Yeah, like, so some of the guards freak out thinking that the wagon is on fire. And then for the rest of my turn, I also hightail it into the hills as well, making an escape. Okay, I think you could do that. I'm going to let one crossbow guy try to get a shot at you. Oh, man. Get shit on. I mean, there are three of them holding crossbows, so it could be all three, but no. <laughs> get another one, Dan? It's three successes in a special. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you Damn. Dead? All right. Three successes in a special. Is that four damage plus? Four wounds plus? It gets four wounds. All right. Reynard goes down. You dead, brah? Renard scrolls at the end of the ritual sheet. This was not planned, by the way. I'm just very happy. This is the way things have worked out. I think this is hilarious, because it's going to turn into a who can kill Jericho first. Okay, yeah. Should I announce what happens to my body, or? First, we'll let Robin go, because she's still alive. (laughs) Barely. Can she healing touch herself? Yes. Oh, that phrasing. Mm. Especially since you kind of made it violent last time. I know. Which kind of brings a whole different vibe to it, but... She's going to slap herself on the ass and heal. Mm -hmm. But this encounter's still going, right? The encounter's still going. Good. (laughs) That way Stace is still down. (laughs) (laughs) Stace looks shocked, forgetting that she tried to attack (laughs) Rob. I think it's funny, because I was just like, I knew... It had, like, a good chance of happening. She's trying to, like, break out of, like, that asshole kind of person who would leave a friend behind. And now she's like, fuck this. Yeah. Okay, so roll your charisma-based roll. You can use your fool die if you wish. You don't have to. No. No, no, no. Okay, I got six, six, three, and a two. Okay, so that is two successes. You heal for two. I can't go above my max health, though. So you just get back up to your max yeah. health. Okay. Now, Renard. Now, Renard. This is tough, because I guess the guards would be the ones looking, so they see my body go down, but I don't think they won't see it come up. Basically, what I'm trying to get is the option I went with is shape-changing mm-hmm. in lieu of my patron god, who is a shapeshifter himself. So mm-hmm. I guess for the moment, I like take the appearance of, like a say, a large like mountain lion. Maybe not a large mountain lion, just a mountain mm. lion. Okay. And what's your tell, no matter what form you take? <sighs> My eyes are now, as a fallen, like a white, just pure white. Mm. Okay. So you rise up. The guards are... They saw you go down, so they think you're taken care of. It's like, there's some guards that are focused on trying to deal with this supposed fire on the wagon. There's other guards that are kind of keeping an eye out for Robin and whatever this monstrosity was that attacked them earlier. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of busy with that. So it's up to Robin if she wants to do something right now. Can she, like, stealth disengage? Like, just... You absolutely can try to do that. Give me a dexterity-based roll. Six and a five. Okay. So you get a special. You're definitely going to slip away. Do you have anything you want to propose as a special? Mr. Tompkins there. Mr. Tompkins is with you. Okay, we're both getting away. Yeah, you get Mr. Tompkins as well. The guards at this point have sort of realized the fire isn't real. Oh, good. Fire isn't real. (laughs) And so they are kind of keeping an eye out, but it seems like they're preparing to move forward unless they see any other attack. They're sort of like in a defensive pattern route looking for things, but they get the sense that they are going to move on if no other attacks happen. I guess it's Raynard's turn. 
Reynard isn't going to engage with the guards again. I think he's going to kind of circle around the area and wait for them to move on, basically. Okay. Yeah, they start moving on. I think you're in a position where, especially since you shape changed, they're not looking for that shape. I mean, especially after they just went under attack from very powerful people. Right. Yeah. They move on. You can see that Kala is heading back to the city. You know, you guys were supposed to rendezvous with her, you know, after the ambush anyway. I'm going to say you see Robin slipping away down the hill. And as you see Robin do that, you can hear stirring from where Imogene fell. I think Reynard's going to go over to Imogene and, you know, sit down and just kind of wait for Imogene to pick herself back up. Okay. Imogene, you pick yourself back up, coming back from a second death. And your mind feels a little bit fuzzy, but the fog clears fairly quickly. And you see this mountain lion with all white eyes staring at you. That colds blossom in front of her face. Did she shrink back down after? No, not when you fell. Like, you would have stayed the same shape. Okay, so she'll shrink back down. Mm-hmm. Renard, it's super gross. I assume Fallen can recognize Fallen. Yeah, I think you would recognize, like, instinctively that with those all-white eyes that something's up. Who are you? And then the mountain lion just speaks out loud. It's me. Oh. One of the crossbow guys got me. Yeah, same. So that really went to shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Now what? So, do you want to kill Robin or do you want to kill Jericho? Neither. Both. I'd rather kill this situation. But it doesn't seem like it's really helping anybody if we just pass the book off to somebody else. What else are we supposed to do? Stay like this? We'll be mindless eventually. Yeah. Jared mentioned that there were other worlds besides this one that we're in. Maybe there are other paragons besides us here. Maybe there are dirtbags that we can not feel bad about killing. I don't feel bad about killing Jericho. I, I'm i not going to stop you if that's what you want to do. The situation has gone beyond anything that I'm mentally prepared for, so... Great. Which way did Robin go? Mount Lion points with their nose in the direction. Machine heads that way. Okay. Robin, as you are slipping away, Mr. Tompkins, who is actually up in your arms, because it's a little inconvenient when you're slipping away from him to hang out on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. His ears twitch, and he says, Um... Your friends, they're coming for us. And that's where we'll end this episode. (laughs) Okay, Alex, something about this episode. This was a lot of fun. Like, (laughs) we all stayed in character and it was like, yeah, that's definitely what would have happened. (laughs) And like, I don't mind it at all, especially since this is like a short campaign. Like, I'm just like, if she she dies, she dies. (laughs) Yeah, we've literally got one more episode of this. I know, and it's just like, oh man, I just realized I could fuck them all over. I could summon Jericho and be like, we're staying, and then they can't leave forever. I just realized this. Oh man. Yep, that's true. Fuck. Ah. Yep. Stakes are very high. So high. (laughs) Yeah, very cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener, an XP to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week it is my turn, and I will offer you all an XP to read The Salt Grows Heavy by Cassandra Kaw. This is a novella, and I read it just recently, and it was so freaking good. So the premise is, imagine The Little Mermaid, except The Mermaid is in its way an eldritch horror that was imprisoned by her prince and that worked out just fine until her children were born and her children have a ravenous hunger 
And so this takes place in sort of the post-apocalyptic wasteland of what was once the kingdom. And this mermaid rejoins with this plague doctor as they wander the wastes, and they encounter even stranger things than an eldritch mermaid and a seemingly immortal plague doctor. Mm. So that's all I can say about it without spoiling it. It's so good. It's very intense. It's beautifully written, and it's a quick read because it's a novella. So highly recommend it. Salt Grows Heavy by Cassandra Kaw. It literally just released, I think, two weeks ago. So Fresh. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's really, really good. If people wanted to tell us what they think of The Salt Grows Heavy or the podcast, how would they do that, Samson? ExplorersWanted.fm. That's our website. On there, you'll find our socials. You'll see that on Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. On Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. On Mastodon, we are at Explorers Wanted at Dice.Camp. But the best way to hang out with us is our Discord. ExplorersWanted.fm slash Discord will bring you to that link that will bring you to our Discord. And you can talk about stuff there. Also, if you are feeling generous and it is within your means, patreon.com slash explorers wanted is a great place to support us. And also use our dice failure code with diehard dice, explorers wanted at checkout and get 10% off your order. And if you can't financially support us, we totally understand. Best thing you can do is tell your friends, like we always say, tell your friends, tell them why you like the show, why they should listen to it. Second best thing is to leave us a five-star review on a podcast directory like Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much to the people that have been putting in those reviews lately and everybody who's reviewed us. It means a lot. And if you didn't like the podcast, or if you just thought it was meh, well, what they say is true in that monsters are made, not born. But what they don't tell you is that it's a lot of work. First, you need to collect all the bones, carefully building a frame. You'll need extra to get that height not to mention sharpening those carbon teeth. Then you need fat and tissue to drape over those bones. The wetter, the better. And then you need to add a personal touch. For me, I put a small furnace in its belly so that if it ever stops eating, it dies. And then, in the cage of its chest, I put a picture of you with a lock of your hair so that it always knows how to find you. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Macedon as Daniel at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K dot org. You can find me on our Discord. I'm Stace Windu. I would have added like a Pez dispenser contraption to the thing. I'm at Slam Potato on Twitter and at Slam Potato at Dice.Camp on Macedon. I'm not trying to remember if Pez were any good. They were sugar. They were yeah. sugar blocks. But were, were they greater or equal to candy hearts? Greater. Greater than. Greater. Yeah. I'm T with Unicorn on Twitch and Real T Unicorn on Twitter. All right. That's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week as we will for every week in the foreseeable future. Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye! bye.